Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Saeed here bringing you a new episode of my Dodgers offseason series. This will be part three of my Dodgers series covering their offseason. Um, in part one, I talked about Dodgers um, current free agents that, that were on their team that became free agents and who I thought they should bring back. Um, then part two, I talked about um, free agents and the open market and who I would like to see the Dodgers go after. Um, so in part three here, I'm still going to talk about um, what's left of the free agent market and who I still think the Dodgers should look at trying to get. Um, but uh, but I'm also going to look at uh, going forward the Dodgers next season because uh, at this point, a lot of the big name free agents are gone. And from all indication, it looks like the Dodgers are going to really give a lot of a lot of their young core, their young uh, prospects that they have in their system, a real look next year um, to potentially be starters uh, or be in the rotation. Um, so I'm going to talk about uh, the, some of the Dodgers top prospects and um, my expectations for them next year um, and w- what I see their role is. Um, so that's going to be the main main focus, but um, I, I also talk about what, what's left of the free agent market. Um, most of the big names I've gone um, have signed. Uh, there is there is still a couple big names out there that I'll mention. Um, so that'll be part three. I'll, uh, talk about Dodgers young core, their top prospects, and their roles for next year, as well as um, some free agent talk still. So um, without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so basically. At this point of the offseason, um, free agency has cooled down some. A lot of the big names have signed. We just finished the winter meetings, just ended. So it looks like what the Dodgers are trying to do is uh, stay under the luxury tax for this next upcoming season. Um, a lot of the big names have signed. There's still a few out there, of course, that they are still in play for. Uh, there's Carlos Correa still out there. Jansby Swanson is out there. There's been couple rumors now the Dodgers talking to him uh, Carlos Rodon is out there still so there's still a couple of big names that that can uh you know Dodgers can look at and go after and uh, make a big splash this offseason in free agency but it looks like what the plan is is to stay under the luxury tax this year and go after Otani next year uh, it seems like you got the, their eyes on Oshohei Otani for next offseason um, so, but because of that, because of the Dodgers not wanting to, to spend too much this off season, they're going to look at a lot of young players. Um, a lot of their young core looks like will be big, big parts of this next, next team in 2023. And seeing that that looks like the direction the Dodgers are going to go, go in, uh, the further and further we get into the off season, um, looks like that's going to be the more, uh, more more of a possibility i want to get into some of their young players and and my expectations for them next season so um looking at the dodgers top 10 prospects number one going down the list number one is diego cartaya um bobby miller number two Miguel vargas number three michael bush number four andy pagas number five pepio six gavin stone seven and then you have jose ramos eight Dalton rushing nine, Eddie's Leonard ten. So, I think I really think about half of these guys 
uh, will will make an impact next year. Um, starting from the top, Cartaya might be still a year away. Um, they have his ETA at 2023, so it looks like they're thinking next year he can he can debut, and, I, and that's a possibility. Um, especially you know if something happens, of course, uh, injury wise. Um, but he's probably a year away from starting. I don't think he's ready to start in the major league level yet. But the other guys down, the, these next, I'll say these next five guys here, Bobby Miller, Miguel Vargas, Michael Bush, Andy Pagas, and Ryan Pepio, or even Gavin Stone, um, the next six guys on here, I think can all be big contributors to, to next year's team. Um, when you look at, you know, Bobby Miller, I, I really feel like Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone and Pepio, there's a good chance two of those three guys can be in the rotation, especially if the Dodgers don't get a Carlos Rodon or don't add a, another starter. Uh, the rumors are Seth Lugo, um, that the Dodgers don't want to get an ace. Um, they don't really need an ace. It'd be nice to get another ace though. I mean, it, it would be very nice, but, uh, it looks like they, they just want death right now. So, so the rotation right now is basically, uh, Urias, Kershaw, Gonsolin, and Dustin May. So they got four guys and they have you know, a fifth spot available for for somebody like Ryan Pepio, Bobby Miller, or Gavin Stone. And uh, even two of those three guys, maybe they go with a six-man rotation, two of those three guys crack the, uh, the rotation in the beginning of the season. Um, but but uh, before it was, you would think they had to, uh, you know, they'll be fighting for a spot, but it really looks like now that that one of those three guys, maybe even two of them, might be uh, in the starting rotation next year. And I'm okay with that, especially for the regular season. Now, they say they the Dodgers do go with like Ryan Pepio and Bobby Miller um, in the rotation to start the season. Um, if they struggle, they can make a deal at the deadline. Um, they they'll you know they can make a trade. They can do what they have to do. The Dodgers have ways to to doing what they need to do. We know we know they made big trades in the at the deadline, but I'm I'm okay with the Dodgers giving these guys a real shot um, because I do think Bobby Miller has ace potential. I think Gavin Stone has ace potential as well. Pepio, you know we saw Pepio. Um, we got a pretty good look at him last year. You know he he got a he got some. Pretty good run um, with the Dodgers last year. He made about, I want to say like eight starts or so. So we know we know uh, what he needs to work on. Um, his stuff is good, but I don't think his stuff is elite. So I don't see Pepio as like a top of the rotation guy. But I know he can definitely be a guy in the back end. Um, but the you know the guys are more more interested in is Bobby Miller and Stone um, because they. Both of them, I feel like, do have ace, ace potential, and you know if they come in right away. You know, Bobby Miller has like a Walker Bueller type of rookie year. Um, I know it's it's asking a lot, it's a high expectations, but it's definitely possible. I do think Bobby Miller um, is in the same makeup as as Walker Bueller. Difference with Bueller, Bueller was a little bit just more seasoned. He, I feel like he's a little older than Bobby Miller when he when he is right now. So. Uh, Bueller was just ready to go. Like he, you know, he had the command and he had a better picks, 
uh, pitch mix in uh, Miller, but just natural stuff, natural ability. Bobby Miller has that same natural ability. I feel like he also has that fire that that uh, Bueller has, and I think the Dodgers really missed that at points during the season last year, um, having you know that just that competitor on the mound. Um, you know, Kershaw's ultra competitive, of course. Urias, you see Urias always get competitive, mad at himself at times on the mound, but um, you know they don't have uh, another guy like that. Like uh, Bobby Miller would, another fiery guy like a Walker Bueller. Um, that's the type of guy you know. I feel like we need, you know, that young, just a young spark. And um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning of the offseason, I really wanted the Dodgers to, to go after DeGrom. Um, that would have been nice to get DeGrom. Uh, but at this point, I'm, I've uh, kind of accepted that they're going to, they're really going to look at these young guys and give them a shot. And the more I think about it, the more I'm okay with it especially um, if they really give Bobby Miller a look and, and Stone. Stone had a great, great uh, minor league season last year. Um, so, and if, and if it, you know, if they struggle, you can, you know, you can always get trade for somebody. I think, I do think the Dodgers still going to start sign a starting pitcher. I don't think it's going to be Rodon, but I do think they're going to get uh, back of the rotation type of guy for, just for depth, just in case one of those guys struggle. But um, I can see, I would not be surprised if Miller starts on the Dodgers rota- opening day rotation next year, opening day lineup. Um, maybe even Stone. I would not be surprised. I think Pepio, because if he got the experience last year, maybe it would get more of a more of a look, more of a um, edge where he's he's maybe more of a fixture uh, in the rotation. Um, but I think the potential of Stone and Miller, um, that can go a long way next season. Those guys can come up and just, you know, just surprise people. We know they had the stuff, you know, and we see a lot, you know, young pitchers come in and just kind of dominate right away. Uh, especially cause a lot of hitters haven't seen them yet. You know, we saw it even last year with, um, Spencer Strider on the Braves kind of just come in and be really good. Uh, dominating stuff uh, from the beginning. Um, you know, you see what the daughter Walker Bueller, of course, came up, was great right away. So there's definitely potential there that those guys can, a couple of these guys can just come in and just really, really surprise people and really solidify their rotation uh, without even having to get a big name, without having to sign somebody, a big name signing, um, without having to trade for somebody. Um, so that's, I mean, that's best case scenario for the best case scenario for the Dodgers is these guys are obviously good. They don't have to worry about getting another ace, and uh, and uh, they all pan out. You know, and it's going to be a pretty young rotation next year. Kershaw is going to be the the old guy, but you know, Urias I mean, Urias has been around a, a long time already, but he's still only going to be like twenty six next year. You know, you're going to have Gonsolin who's in this. Uh, I know Gosselin, I think, is a little older than Urias. He might be like 28. And Justin May coming back um, you know, full season healthy. He could be an ace next year. You know, let's not forget about uh, Justin May's potential, you know. So it can be a pretty young rotation, especially if uh, Miller, Stone, or Pepiro are in it. And and I, and that's, that's okay. At this point, you know, the Dodgers won 111 games last year. And they lost in the divisional series, so... 
I think what the Dodgers are going for next year, they're they're okay with having more of a setback in the regular season. I think they're fine with having like a, a 90 90 win team, 90 to 90 to 95 win team. I think the Dodgers would be fine with that, as long as of course they still make the playoffs. But they're not gonna have this dominant regular season next year because they're gonna really really look at some of these young players and give them a chance to grow and learn. And uh, and I think that's good. I think they do needed they do need a little bit of a reset. So I look at their their young rotation, um, and and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what these guys can do. And then when you look at look at the positional players, it really does look like at this point that Miguel Vargas is gonna play a big role in the team next year. Um, he could be an everyday starter next year. Um, at this point. At this point, you know, Dodgers still haven't addressed their DH third base ish, you know, issue right now. Uh, Justin Turner is still a free agent. And the longer it takes, the more I feel like he's not coming back. Um, and that would suck. I mean, it sucks to to possibly lose Turner. Uh, but if he doesn't come back, then for sure, you know, Miguel Vargas is going gonna, gonna to play a big role on this team next year. Uh, he can be their starting left fielder, um, and that's another thing. I'm okay with that as well. I think Vargas can really hit. I do think he can, he can hit really good next year right away. I don't think. Uh, I know he struggled a little bit. wasn't you know wasn't a lot of large sample size. Didn't get consistent playing time. So that's kind of hard when you're a young player and you're you're kind of not getting a lot of playing time, but. I do think he has a potential to really be, honestly, one of the best hitters on the team. I do think Vargas has that potential. As soon as next year, he can be, you know, a guy that's like a top five hitter on the team. And, and we got to see if he can do that. We got to see if he can do that. Uh, we got to see if he can play defensively. Um, if he can, if he can develop into a good left fielder. Um, and we got that. Yeah, I'm gonna set this. We got to take a look at these guys, and and uh, I think I think Vargas can be a really good hitter for us next year. And then also um, James Altman, who's not listed under Dodgers top ten prospects, but James Altman, um, he, you know, he came up, had a you know, home run his first at bat, had a lot of success early, struck out struck out a lot, but we saw definitely saw you know a lot of potential there. Uh, Dodgers don't have a center fielder. Cody Bellinger has uh, signed with the Cubs. There were rumors they were going after Kevin Kiermaier. He's he uh, signed elsewhere, I think, with Tampa Bay. <clears throat> so, so right now, Dodgers have a hole in center. They have nobody to play center field, and at the moment, it looks like James Altman will be the center fielder. Um, I do I do think they'll get somebody. I mean, they signed Jason Hayward as a minor league contract. Um, I think they'll get somebody else, somebody to be like a stopgap, but uh, they're not going to get like an everyday guy. It doesn't look like they're going to get an everyday center fielder um, slotted there that you can just pencil them in. So James Altman is going to get an opportunity as well. He's going to get a real look. Um, if, he, if he kills in the spring training, I could see him being the starter, opening day starter in center field. It's a possibility. And... And Outman doesn't have the same ceiling as some of their other guys like Vargas and uh, and Cartaya, but 
he he obviously you know has a good skill set you know we saw some of that and you know if Lonzo can make more contact uh, I think there's potential for him to be everyday center fielder uh, he's good defensively he, he seems pretty athletic good speed um, obviously he has some pretty pretty good pop he's not a big guy but he has good pretty good power good nice swing you know generates a lot of power with his swing I think if he can cut down on the strikeouts because even you know he struck out a lot in the minors too uh, last season so if he can cut down the strikeouts um there's there's a real potential there for Altman to be uh, everyday everyday player so Altman, it'd be nice, you know, to see him get a real look. He can't, at this point, you got to tell yourself he can't be any worse than what Bellinger was for us the last couple of seasons, you know. So, I'm okay with Altman getting a real look. And then the other the other person that I think the Dodgers are either going to have to trade or or he's going to have to, he's going to have to play next year is Michael Bush. Michael Bush can really hit, he, you know, he's, Listed as a second baseman outfielder on MLB.com. I know he, he was drafted as a first baseman, but obviously nobody's going to play first base other than Freddie Freeman. And, he, you know, they taught him how to play second base. They had Gavin Lux at second base right now. Uh, he can he can play second base if the Dodgers are real serious about moving Gavin Lux to short, which they're saying all the right things. The Dodgers are saying they'll be comfortable with that, but... I don't think that's what they really want to do. I I don't think they really want to start Gavin Lux at short. Um, I think he'll be okay, but it does make me a little nervous because of his just the way he throws. He short arms his his throws, and you know, going to a longer throw is is going to be it's going to be you know, a little it's a little risky. Um, at the moment, I'd rather have Chris Taylor play short and have Gavin Lux in second, keep him at second, but. If they do decide to go to Gavin at short, then Michael Bush at second, then then uh, you know Michael Bush can really hit. Um, he's got he's got good power, um, drives the ball. He, he he's a major league ready hitter. He was you know on any other organization, he probably would have got called up last year, but Dodgers didn't have the room for him. So he's he's MLB ready, and because of that, I can see the Dodgers trading him um I do think the Dodgers are either going to trade Michael Bush or Gavin Lux one of the two I think will get traded this offseason um or at least if not in the offseason during the season at some point because I don't think they can keep both of them they're both everyday starters major league starters I think I'm not saying like Michael Bush I don't think I don't know if he's going to be a star or anything but I do think he's a major league everyday player he can be a major league player um so the Dodgers have to decide what they want to do uh, with him. So if they do keep him, I think he can hit. I think he's a real good hitter. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what that. And then um, Andy Pock is outfielder. He, I don't think he'll get. Um, he'll play in the start of the season, but I could see later on in the season him um, he get getting called up. So <laughs> he's another guy that. Good bat can hit, uh, good power, uh, but you know has to work on some things. Still, with um, strikes out things like that. So some of the, you know, some of those things that young players go into, they have you know good raw talent, but has to work on some things. So um, possibly later on in the season, I could see it happening. Uh, 
But based on what they have right now, based on their top prospect list, for sure, Miller, Vargas, uh, Pepio, and I think Stone are all going to play significant roles next year. Not that they're all going to be like starters and have good seasons and be big, big contributors in that sense. But I do think they're all going to play for the Dodgers and have some sort of impact, right? Cartaya, I, I think we'll, we'll see Cartaya with the Dodgers next year. Um, but not till the end of the season, um, as a call up barring some injury. If like, if something happened to Will Smith, if he got hurt, then uh, Cartaya will get, I think will get called up immediately and start. Um, well, he might, he might be like everyday starter, but he'll get called up. But barring anything like that happening, uh, I could see Cartaya uh, at the end of the season next year, second half of the season. Michael Bush, the reason I think he's either going to get traded or uh, or Lux will get traded because I don't think Michael Bush can start the year in the minors anymore. I think he's he's like 25 years old, I think, 24, 25 years old. And he can hit in, at, the, at the major league level already. So I don't think the Dodgers can go in another offseason having him start in the minor leagues. So he's either going to be on the in the opening day rotation or, or they're going to have to trade him. Um, so that's good. That's the wild card for me, uh, Michael Bush. And then Pagas kind of similar to Cartaya. We see him, I think will be second half of the season. Um, another guy who, who Dodgers first round pick killed it and rookie ball. Um, Dalton rushing, who's listed at their nice prospect right now. I, he seems like he can, you know, here's a real potential for rushing. He can be a real, real good player. Um, it doesn't look like he'll be a catcher for long, though. Um, they're they're already talking about how they'll move him. I, mean, I get moved to first base or third base. Uh, I, I think I don't think the Dodgers are gonna move off of him. They're they're definitely gonna want to keep him and see what he what he's made of. And then Altman, Altman's other guys see him play. So Altman, Altman, Vargas, uh, Miller. Pepio and Stone, I think. I think those guys, that's five guys, I think, five rookies. I think the Dodgers can possibly have five rookies next year. And that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of rookies. And and I don't think it's a bad thing. I really don't because I do think they, they need to go through some growing pains. The regular season last year was just, you know, it was a breeze, no stress at all, 111 wins. But the fact that they lost in the divisional series, I think the Dodgers are willing to sacrifice some regular season wins in order to to see how good these young players could be and give them a chance to learn and grow. And they still got enough veterans there. They still got Mookie Betts. They still got Freddie Freeman. Um, you know, they still got Max Muncie who will be healthy. Um, and you know, they got a good top of the rotation. You know, they still got Kershaw and Urias. And then even if Gonsolin falls back a little bit, he's still a good pitcher. Um, and then, um, yeah, you, you still got guys. You still got the right guys in there. Um, so that's my expectations. I, I think uh, I think we'll see a, at least five rookies next year for the Dodgers play, uh, play significant roles on the team. And that's pretty exciting. You know, it's actually pretty exciting. I like when young players come up and get a real chance. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, um, 
yeah, we'll see what happens the rest of the offseason. Uh, looks like, yeah, Otani is the guy, the, the guy that Dodgers have their eyes on. And and uh, I'm okay with them not really getting a splashy name, all these $300 million contracts, 10-year 10 10 year deals going around. I get it. I mean, I get why the Dodgers are not, not um, going after that. Um, but this can all change. <laughs> this can, if they get Correa... They get uh, Swanson. Uh, this whole conversation can change a little bit, but uh, for that, you know, let's let's move it on to to the rest of the free agency list real quick before I close this out. Um, you know, Rodon is out there still, uh, but it looks like he wants a two hundred million dollar contract, and the Dodgers are not going to sign him for two hundred million, especially if they want Otani. So that's out the window, and then. Uh, Correa, you know, Correa, you know, he's going to want, he's going to want a Trey Turner type of deal. You know, you saw what Trey Turner got, $340 million basically, um, for 11 years. And then Xander Bogarts gets $280 million from the Padres. And, and Correa's, in my opinion, you know, a lot better than Bogarts, um, when you look at the shortstop market, this was you know the big thing, right? The shortstop market this offseason it was Trey Turner, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, and then Bogarts, and then Swanson. If I were to rank them, I think Trey, Trey Turner, and Carlos Correa are kind of one tier. They're I think they're on the same level. Um, then there's a drop off to Bogarts, and then I think there's another drop off to Swanson. Um, so, so the fact that Correa, you know, the fact that Bogarts gets two hundred eighty million, Correa is definitely gonna, he, he's gonna end up getting around the same contract Trey Turner gets, you know, unless he does another shorter year deal, more AV. Now the Dodgers can spend about forty million still to stay under the luxury tax, <laughs> so they can, they can possibly sign Correa and stay under the luxury tax. They're still. That's still the possibility, so it's still out there. Um, I do think the Dodgers want a shortstop, though. I don't think they they want to start Gavin Lux at shortstop. I really don't. So if it's not Correa, I do think they're going to get another shortstop, and they will get a, another outfielder. Uh, won't be a big name, but they'll get another outfielder. Um, but it, if we get Otani next year, it's it's all going to be worth it, you know. So, um. I'll be I'll be interesting to see, but at this point, uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of the offseason. Um, with the rest of free agency, there's still a trade that can be done. Uh, so we'll see we'll see about any trades out there as well. Brian Reynolds is another name that's intriguing. Um, he wants to get traded from the Pirates. He's a really really intriguing name because he's he's young. He's still on uh, on you know his Ricky scale contract, you know, he still got years of control, a couple years of uh, control left, and the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers really like stuff like that. So it might be a package. I'll, I'll mention Michael Bush as a trade chip. Might be a package around center around Michael Bush or Gavin Lux or somebody for Brian Reynolds, who is a really good player. Um, yeah, um, so I can I can see that I can see that happening too. So. Uh, That'll probably be in my next, in part four, I'll talk about possible trade opportunities after all the big name free agents have signed, and uh, and we'll go from there. So that would be it for this episode. Uh, 
part three Dodgers offseason. And we'll continue to move forward. I will catch you guys in the next one. Have a good day. Happy holidays. Peace.